You're listening to Coffee and Convos with Sasha Latrice. A podcast about real life, motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. I'm your host, Sasha Latrice, a photographer, a work-from-home mom, and a lifestyle content creator. In today's episode, I will be joined with my friend, Genova Shufford, and we will talk about unlearning to relearn and finding your purpose. This is an episode that you do not want to miss. To stay up to date with what's coming, be sure to subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at sasha.grubs and on my YouTube channel. Without further ado, grab your coffee mugs, your friends, and let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee and Convos with Sasha Latrice. Today I have with me my good friend, Miss Genova Shefford. Today is just really going to dive deep into her life and just give her story of how her life has changed over the last few years. Um, she is going to discuss divorce, what it's like to be a preacher's kid, anxiety, depression, and so much more. So make sure you got time to stay a while today because this is going to be a great episode. So a fun fact about mine and Genova's friendship is that number one, we have never met each other in person. Um, We've talked for many years and here recently we've recently, like we've kind of gotten close and we've just been open with each other about other things that are going on in our life and what we face day to day. And secondly, I don't even honestly remember how we met, but overall she has been a good friend to me and she is what I call my accountability partner. So Genova, if you do not mind, I'm going to pass this over to you and just kind of tell those that are listening a little bit about you and your background. Okay. Hey, everybody. Um, my name is Genova Shuford, and I'm from the very small town of Bruton, Alabama. It's a very small country town, and that's where I'm from. Um, I have two daughters, and I'm 35 years old. Um, I'm kind of going to piggy- piggyback on what Sasha said about our friendship. Um, she is a friend that I have been following for years on social media. I don't know how we even cross paths, but um, I have watched her um, in many stages of her life from getting married to becoming a wife and also a mother. Um, She is beautiful from inside and out. And even though I have never met her in person, she has definitely been an inspiration and a motivation and a friend to me. Oh, I love that. Yes. Girl, you should tell me about me pronouncing your name wrong because I pronounce <laughs> names as I see them so like if you don't correct me I will not know but yeah, that's all right you're not the first person that said it. everybody's <laughs> I don't first name that. and my last name you sometimes you just gotta correct people because they get my name wrong my first name especially wrong a lot so <laughs> where do we want to start what do you want to talk about first Well, I kind of have a list here. I have some notes that I did write out. I don't know if I'm going to go by the notes, if I'm going to veer off from the notes. We're just going to see. But I have number one that I wanted to talk about was changing your mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two, I have positivity and negativity. And then number three, there's habits, routines, and addictions. Um, number four, I have um, anxiety and depression. Five, learning a new way of life. And number six being the last one, um, creating a healthy circle of friends and a support system. And that also goes along with separating yourself. So that's the list that I had. Of okay, I like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question. Okay. Um, what have you learned about yourself recently? Okay. See, I'm glad I wrote I wrote this down. All right. Um, I would say like what I've learned about myself recently is that I cannot tolerate negativity. Like I'm really sensitive to negativity yeah. now. Since I'm in my healing process and I'm trying to 
unlearn the things that have went on in the past and a new way of life. It's like anything negative. It just, it gets to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also learned how or unorganized I have been and that I have entered into real adulthood and being independent. Right. Um, through everything that I've been through, I've also learned that I have a newfound love for people who go through things and I hate to see people struggle. And it's like, I find myself encouraging others on days when I can't even encourage myself. So that that's a lot, but it's what I've learned. Like, yeah, I do feel like, um, sometimes it's easier for us to encourage others when others may not realize that we need encouragement ourselves. So it's like when we try to encourage others to do better, we're also talking to ourselves (laughs) because like sometimes we have bad days too. And so not everybody sees those bad days that we have. And so sometimes we kind of find ourselves wanting to encourage others and motivate others. But in reality, we we're preaching to ourselves, Exactly. And that's just typically how it goes in life. Um, I know you talked about anxiety. So tell, tell me a little bit about that. Okay. Anxiety. Um, I guess anxiety and I put depression with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they go hand in hand because what depresses would depress me the most or have depressed me the most is actually asking myself the question, why? Like um, focusing on the bad things that are happening, that things that have happened in the past. Like when you ask yourself, why me? Or why am I going through this? It tends to make you focus just on those things instead of the things that you can change or the things that are good that are going on in your life. Right. Um, I try try more now to focus on the things that I had the power to change that I can change myself. Um, and even, I guess even when, even when you're trying to change things or make different decisions or moving forward, it gives you the anxiety of, is this going to work out? Is this the right decision? It makes you feel fearful. It makes me feel full of failure. So I feel like anxiety and depression, like they both go hand in hand. Yeah, Um, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I do feel like that is something that a lot of people really deal with um, all over. Like I've got several friends that deal with anxiety and depression and there's a lot of things that can trigger that. Um, I honestly think I've had days and times in my life where I've had dealt with depression of course like you don't want to admit that you are depressed or going through Mm -hmm. your life because it is really hard and it's hard to admit because nowadays you have to be careful with who you share your information with because you don't know if that's going to stay between you and them or if they're going to go and talk about it to somebody else and then what it's going to say about you and a lot of the times if it's constantly talked about it kind of makes you want to go into that dis- depressed state even more. So it's not, you're not really giving yourself the time to heal or you're not allowing yourself to heal. You're just kind of sitting in that depressed state thinking like, this is all, this is the end. This is, this is what it's going to be like. This is what it's always going to be like. And like, everybody's against me. And you just yeah. kind of get all of these thoughts in your head like everybody's just against you when in reality there are people that are there for you and that want to help you you just kind of have to yeah you got out of that hole yeah i think to to want to do better for yourself especially like like me and you we've got kids so it's like it's not just about us anymore it's about our kids like we have Mm -hmm. to get better for our kids we have to think more positively for our kids so it's not just about us anymore and sometimes it's hard to you know just automatically or just try to make yourself put on that face and go out in public and just you know be in front of people and just be this happy-go-lucky person when deep down inside like you're really struggling yes that that's another thing with me like everybody because I smile a lot right 
a lot. I do smile, but and a lot of times people are like, um, you always smiling. You always seem like you're in a good mood. And I be saying to myself, like, if y'all only knew like what I'm going through right now. <laughs> right. We you have to sometimes battles. Yes. You no. have to fight through it. Yeah, I get that all the time. They're like, you're so happy all the time, or you're so this. And I'm like, if you only knew the situation that I was going through right now, or if you only knew the thing that I was dealing with, or if you only knew what just happened right before I got here, you know, like there's so many things that happen and you're just like, okay, this is a wrong time for you to say that. Uh-huh. So I totally, I totally get that. And that is so, so true. Let's see. What else are we going to play around with? Um, I'm going to ask you another question. Okay. So, um, how have you changed the most over the last year? Like what's motivated you to be the person that you are over, like, over this last year? Um, my biggest struggle, I would say, is um, getting out of my head. Um, I'm the type person I've always been like this, even as a kid. Um, I've been called like nonchalant, which I'm, I'm not a nonchalant person, but I have a problem with holding things in, like holding my feelings in. I don't really express things like I should. And, right. um, whenever you hold, hold things in, I mean, it makes you feel like you're oppressed and hmm. that, that also goes along with the depression. Right. So, um, I feel like me getting out of my head and me pushing through each day to be productive. Cause some days like I wouldn't even want to get up. Like I would just want to stay in the bed, scroll on my phone, close my door, not want to be bothered. You know, that type deal. But I can't do that, like you were saying earlier, because I have kids. Like, I have responsibilities. I have things that I need to do. So, actually getting up each day to be productive and being present in my own life, that has really been, like, something that I've had to change and work on, like, really hard. So, um, pretty much what I do, I try to start each day with a clear mind. Whatever that may be, like listening to a podcast or a live or turning on some type of positive music or something just to get me going. But I, that's one thing that I've really had to change. I do. Um, I do feel like when you set aside time for yourself, especially like me, I'm a morning person. So I don't some it takes me a while. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm a morning person. And it, but it still takes me a while to get up. <laughs> like I can set an alarm for five o'clock, but like I may press snooze three or four times, you right. know, like, but like, I feel like once I get up and I get my body moving and like you mm-hmm. said, like, um, like our church has been going through like this 21 days of prayer. So like we, there's like this live video feed we, we could watch. And so I would try Like my goal would be like, I'm going to be up before six o'clock before service starts and like all last week I was up at five and I was at the church by six all last week this week I really slacked off but I still got up and listened to the live video because it's like when you start your day with that positivity I do feel like that affects your entire day so like if you wake up and you're positive and you're in a good mood and like you get that me time in or you know, you get that, those positive thoughts in your head or like you read your Bible, you do a devotional. That's been one of my goals is like getting up, doing a devotional or reading a couple scriptures in my Bible, listening to some music. And typically like I'll clean up the kitchen or put the dishes mm-hmm. up, load the dishwasher, reload the dishwasher. And like, then I get my day started and it's just like, I feel like I've already been productive that wow. morning. Or like going to the gym, like I used to get up and go to the gym. And so like that would like jumpstart my day. So I do feel like if you wake up and you put that positivity in your mind and you're, you tell yourself, I'm going to have a good day or, you know, like I know some people that have like sticky notes on their mirror, like when they wake up, I've never done that, but I've seen people that do it. And so like, 
when you when you think those positive thoughts, you see those positive thoughts, you hear those positive thoughts, it makes a complete difference in your day, in your mindset, because I feel like your mindset is everything. It is. So, like whatever it takes. Yeah. So like if you get up and you in a bat or you say, like say you get out of bed and you say, Oh Lord, what's gonna happen today? Or like you just if you wake up with that attitude, then that's the mindset that you're gonna have for your day. But if you wake up and you say, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a good day. I'm going to make this day great. I'm going to be positive. Like when, once you set that, set that mindset that you're going to do something, it's already done because like you've already made it up in your mind that you're going to do it. So you just have to, you just have to set and, and I'm preaching to myself because sometimes like I tend to like be negative about a lot of situations. And then like Mm -hmm. my husband, he has to like, correct me like he's the one that's like you know like let's just believe god's gonna do this and like in that when you're going through that situation you're and and when you hear somebody tell you that it kind of makes well it kind of makes you mad because i'm like do you not realize like what we're going through right now and for you to tell me that like how can you tell me that when like we're going through this situation but then it's like you gotta take a breather and take a step back and say you know what you're right like what's the point in stressing about the situation there's nothing like there's nothing you can do about the situation right now so why are you stressing about the situation right now you're right so it's like you kind of have to just you know make your like make up the mindset that you want to have because at the end of the day not everything is going to go the way that we plan no not everything is going to work out the way we want it to but you just kind of have to deal with it as it comes and just stay positive through that situation because it's not going to last. You know, every, every purpose has a season. Everything has a time limit. Like not everything is going to be bad. You just kind of have to think, I guess you just kind of have to think of it that way, which is kind of hard in my opinion. Yeah. And, that, and that's kind of like with me too. I've had to learn also, like even when I do wake up with the positive positive attitude or I wake up, uh, wake up on a good note, mm-hmm. even in that same day, sometimes things come up and I have to learn how to have that moment. Mm-hmm. If something right. bad happens, just have that moment, like give yourself time, give yourself a little bit of grace, but not actually just sit in that all day. Yes. Don't let one thing ruin your whole day. You have to bounce back from it. Exactly. So that's something else that I've had to learn. Yeah, like I think one day, you know, like I was on a streak of getting up at like five and being, you know, going to prayer service at six. And then like one day I woke up and it's like the devil was just like attacking everything that I did that morning. I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to go. I'm not going. And then like I got to sit in there and I got to think about it. I was like, you know, you know what? I'm not going to start out my day like this. I'm yeah. going to get up. I'm going to get my baby ready and we're going to go to prayer this morning. Like we are going like, regardless of all hell that's broke loose already at five and six o'clock this morning, like we are going to go to the house of the Lord. Like that's what we're going to do because what's it, I mean, it's just, what am I going to do? Just sit here at home. Like I'm already up. So it's like, I'm just going to sit here and just be in a bad mood all day. Like I'm going to get up and I'm just, you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go to prayer. That's it. So it's like, we just kind of have to just, sometimes you just got to push yourself. Like you may not feel like pushing yourself, but sometimes you just got to give yourself. Like I know a lot of times we expect other people to be there for us and to push us and give us the boot, that boost to do better. But sometimes you don't have people there for you. Sometimes you just have to give yourself, push yourself to do better because at the end of the day, you're the one that's having to live your life, not anybody else. And then most of the time after you actually push yourself through, just like you pushed to go to Bible study, I'm sure after you went, you felt a hundred times better. I'm glad I went. Yes, exactly. 100%. 100%. Now I know we, me and you had talked about previously, you were a preacher's kid, right? Yes, I am. What's it like being a preacher's kid? I've never been a preacher's kid, but I know about a preacher's kid. So what is what is that lifestyle like? Which, let's be honest, 
we both well you grew up Pentecostal I didn't but it was it's in my background Mm -hmm. Uh, I was Pentecostal for probably about 10 years up until about 2018-2019 so we both are familiar with that lifestyle what it's like and the um pressure that's brought onto us so just tell me a little bit about that okay um well, for, first off, I just want to say that I'm not here talking about this to um, bash anybody or to drag anybody through the mud. It's none of that. It's just basically my experience right. and what I've had to go through to actually unlearn a lot of things and actually get over a lot of things to get to where I am today. Right. Um, well, like we were saying, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, I was, I am a preacher's kid and I feel like being a preacher's kid is a, is a blessing Mm -hmm. because it keeps you, I would say out of a lot of trouble, right? That even, even though when you're young, you don't understand a lot of the things Mm -hmm. like the, the whys, you really don't understand why we don't do this, why we don't go here why we don't participate in that or why we don't wear this or why we don't look like that. Like you don't really understand it all. Right. But I'm learning now, even at 35 years old and I'm so appreciative for that background because if, like I said earlier, if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have the, the mindset that I have now. Um, there is a lot of pressure, I would say, that comes along with it because pretty much like you are in an example. Because um, how can your parents pastor a church or lead people and they can't control their own kids? Right. So there, there's an amount of pressure there of you being an example. And even though everybody else seems like they can do whatever they want, or they have normal quote unquote parents and you don't. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of pressure there. I do feel um, like teachers' kids are held to a much, much, much higher standard than other Christians or people in the church. Like, like you said, they're meant to be examples. So like they're meant, they're like, just because so-and-so's kids are allowed to do it doesn't mean that you should be allowed to do it. So I do see that for sure. I've seen that. Yeah. Hand, yeah. Hand. So, and then also it's like, um, whenever, whenever you grow up, a lot of times you, you, like they say, like you ride the coattail of your parents. Like mm-hmm. you can't ride the coattail of your parents into heaven or to be saved or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, get your own relationship with God and you have to learn for yourself who he is. Right. And, um, and that in itself, once you get to that point, it is so much easier to make it and to live day by day by day when you're by yourself, when you, when you've grown up and you've gotten on your own, it's so much easier to live day by day. Once you get that relationship, God, like for yourself and you realize like, I'm not alone or this is what my parents have been trying to get in my head all these years. You just don't understand it at that point. Um, And when you don't understand, it also causes you to make a lot of mistakes. Um, When they're telling you not to do this, it makes you curious and you're like, why can't I? So you go do it anyways. It makes you learn the hard way. And that, and I've done that. I've done that on several, several, several occasions and, that's that's kind of where a lot of my mistakes came from, which I used to be ashamed or I used to feel a lot of guilt mm-hmm. and a lot of that um, came with it. Right. But but it was a lesson. I feel without that, like I like I keep you saying, wouldn't be I, wouldn't, you are. I wouldn't be here like where I am today with the with the mindset that I have. So um, that's. Pretty much that's um wraps up or sums up being a preacher's kid or whatever. Um also I guess I don't know what your next question is, but um 
I just wanted to kind of insert right there about um, how I guess it might have been about five years or so ago. I hit a hard, like a dark spot in my life. And it seemed like everything started to spiral down for me. Right. And I decided that I just, I just basically just left and I like, I left everything and I basically started all the way over by myself. I had my kids, but everything I did was by myself. Right. So, um, just, just from that itself, me feeling like I was by myself and I was alone. I really didn't. I lost a lot of friends in the process. I really didn't have nobody to talk to. I had to start all the way over. And with me starting over, I had to unlearn all of the past, like everything from the past. So I guess that, that kind of lets you know a little bit, I guess, about being a preacher's kid. Right. I definitely agree with that because it's, I do feel like, um, we are taught or yeah, we are taught so many things and sometimes like as at a younger age, you know, like you said, that's all, you know. So like when you're taught those things, those though in your mind, that's like, this is, this is right. This is all I know. Like, and so then, like you said, like, as I got older and as I began to seek God for myself, because like you said, we can't, we can't, ex- we, what am I trying to say? We cannot l- base our relationship with God off of somebody else's relationship. Right. Yeah. So it's like, as you get older, you kind of learn that more independence, you kind of start trying to figure it out for yourself. And so it's like, once you start learning and figuring figuring it out for yourself, that's when you're like, okay, this is how it should be. This is not how it needs to be. But like, you know, everything's in the Bible. You know, like we, if we have questions, that's where we go. Yes, you gotta lean, lean, you gotta lean for yourself. Exactly, you have to, you have to have an understanding of it for yourself. You can't expect anybody to learn it for you. You have to dig deep into it for yourself. And like you said, so when I made the decision, um, to leave, um, church, the church, like church in general, you, it, it was basically like starting over. Cause it's like, when you're, when you're within that commute, like with Pentecostalism, you have a support system. You have so many people that are there for you. And so it's like, when you leave or when you pull yourself out of that, it's basically like starting over because it's like, you don't really want to talk either. You know, you don't really want to talk to them anymore. You don't feel comfortable sharing this with them. And so it's like, you just kind of have to really start over and just start finding yourself and who you are and understanding who you are as a person rather than understanding who you are of what somebody else wanted you to be. Right. So it's like you like I used it me personally. I felt like I lived my life for other people rather than living my life for me. Right. Once I got older to understand, I had to understand like this is my life and I'm going to live the life that I want to live. But I also love church. Like I loved God. I love church. Like I still I'm still that way. And like I said in my previous episode, like I love going to church. Church is like the highlight of my week. Like I still love going to church. I love hearing the word of God. I love being involved in church and I love being surrounded by God's people. But it's like, you have to find where you fit in. You can't, don't, don't make yourself fit into where you don't fit in. Don't allow people to try to tell you where you fit in when you know you don't fit in there. You have to find, you have to figure it out for yourself. And that was something that I had to learn you know, in my early twenties. And I'm sorry if you hear my kid crying, like he's in there screaming right now, (laughs) but that's just something that, you know, that I, that I really had to understand and learn. And so like, there was a period of time to where I didn't go to church at all. Oh God. Yes. Me too. It's like, I didn't even want to go to church. (laughs) I didn't want to be involved in church because at that time, like when you go through church hurt or when you go through people, you know, not speaking to you or like, you know, just distancing themselves from you. You think that that's 
how everybody is or that's how every church is. And in reality, it's not. Not every church is that way and not you're not going to be treated that way at every church that you go to. So it took me, I would say maybe two or three years, maybe a little longer until like I had to finally, because like I was going to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night on the week, like Saturdays was my days were my night, my evenings were spent at the church. Like we would do something like youth related or something like that. So like a lot of my time was spent at the church. So to go, so to go from going to church all the time and then to just completely stop, I got comfortable yeah, with not going. I got comfortable yeah. with not waking up and then turning that alarm off and sleeping. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I got so comfortable with that. And so like when I finally made my mind up that, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to church. Like I've, you know, this is, this is what I enjoy doing. So it was hard and it took me a while to find a church that I actually knew that I would go, that I was going to enjoy. Right. So, I mean, it, but it was one of those things again, like where I just, like I had to want it for myself. I had to push right. myself and say, "Okay, this is what we're gonna do." Like I don't care what the next person is doing, but this is what Sasha is gonna do. Like I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna try to get back into the routine of going to church. And it really took me a while to get back to getting up early and getting ready for church and like being at church. And it's like now it's like. It's something, again, like I have that joy back to her. Like I look mm-hmm. to going and being right. there and being around the people that I attend church with. Right. That's kind of, that's kind of um, how I was also basically everything that you said was the same, almost exact thing that I was going through. Um, and like you said, like I never lost like love for church or for God or for the word of God or whatever. Um, it was just, I was in a blah, I guess, stage in my life to where I was lost. Like I didn't know what to believe, how to feel or anything else. So it just took, it took me some time as well to get back in the flow because I knew I needed something and everything that you try to do, whether it's, um, partying or going out or, whatever the case may be, it's very temporary. Like it's temporary fun. And you basically feel the same way once you get back home. Right. But it's something about when you go to church and you get that encouraging word or you communicate with people that are going through some of the same things that you're going through and they're telling you you're going to make it. And it's something about that encouragement that that makes you keep going and get you through your day or get you through your week. Right. Yeah, I definitely, yeah. I mean, our stories, I feel like we've been through, like our situations aren't exactly the same, but the, but we've been through similar, similar paths. That's, and I do feel like that's kind of what um, brought us together is us. I feel like, if I can remember, cause like, I don't even know how long we've really known each other. We've kind of just connected and just really ran with it. If I like, yeah. and so like, if I can remember, like we were kind of going through that rough patch together, like where we were kind of just out and just trying to figure out yeah. what we, you know, like who we were as people. Um, And then like, you know, here, like I, I would say within the last like few months, we've kind of like, I've like bounced ideas off of you. You've bounced ideas off of me. We've shared like what we want to do with our life. And like, we've kind of like made that happen to our life. We've kind of just been like motivating each other. Like, all right, we got this. We're going to do this. Like, this is how- it's finding, it's finding our purpose. Yes. And so it's like, it's like, we are like, I'm like, okay, if I got one person cheering me on, that's all I need. <laughs> like. If I got one person that's going to push me and motivate me, that's really all I need. Like, I don't really, I don't need a big group of people to like push me and support me. Like if I've got one person, that's, that's enough for me because it's like, I'm not doing like, I'm not doing this for myself. I want to be able to help other people. And like, I want to be able to inspire other people to want to do what 
what they're set out to do. So if you want to start a business or if you want to content create, or if you want to do a podcast, like do that because like we all have different audiences. We all know different people. And it's like, there's plenty of people out there for us to reach um, because you never know what people are going through um, that they're not talking about. And like, um, my last episode, I had somebody reach out to me and they were like, you know, like this is when I, cause like my last episode was about reconnecting with God and rebuilding that relationship mm-hmm. with God. And so like, I had somebody reach out to me and say, um, you know, like I really needed this episode. Like I've been struggling with my relationship with God. And it's like, if I've just got that one person that's saying this episode is for me, it's all worth it Yeah, because I'm reaching that one person that's struggling with God, like with rebuilding that relationship and trying to reconnect with God. If I've got one person that's going, that's telling me that, that that makes it all worth it for me because I've done like that episode has done its purpose. Yes. That's even like with me. Sometimes I post, I post things on Instagram and Facebook and I've had several people like comment under it. Like this is um for me or like, this is confirmation for me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I just posted what I was thinking or what right. I was, what was on my mind at the moment. But a lot of times if you just go ahead and go with it, you'll learn that you're more like you're capable of way more than you ever thought you could be. Yeah, so, definitely. I feel like we're smarter, like we're smarter than we want to give ourselves credit for. I think like sometimes we're, you know, we're like, well, I don't know how to do this or I don't know how to do that. But then it's like, once you set your mind to something, going back to that mindset and that determination, once you set your mind out to do something and you're set on doing that, it, you know, you're going to do it. Like, yeah, you, know, like you just got to, you've got to make your, you've got to make it work for you. You can't make it work for anybody else. So it's like, once you get that determination and that drive that you're going to do it and that you're, that you, that it's going to happen, you can do it because nobody's going to get in the way of that. Once you've got your mind made up. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think that that kind of ties into like, um, one of your topics that you were talking about, like changing your changing mindsets, you've got, that's what you've got to do in order to be successful nowadays. Like you've got to change the way that you think about things in order to, achieve the things that you want yes i think that's the number one still is that mindset change right i i definitely agree yes so let's talk about these routines because i'm curious because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like i have a routine but it's not like a like steady constant like it changes from day to day week to week you know so tell me a little bit about um, your routine and what you do, like what's your day to day, like what time does your day get started? What do you do the first thing when you wake up? Like things like that. Um, well, to be quite honest, I really don't have a routine. I'm still in the process of coming up with a routine. But the main thing that I have been focusing on, like I touched on earlier, was my morning routine with me getting up. Um, Once I get up. I try to turn on something that is positive, whether it be a um, live video, um, music, it could be a church service that's live, um, it could be a motivational speaker, whatever, just to set the tone for my day. Mm-hmm. And I pretty much start getting ready. Like I try to care, I guess, for myself, like the self-care part of it before right. I start anything else because that's what's going to wake me up right wash my face brushing my teeth taking a shower you know those type of things go ahead and they wake you up and get you to moving um the rest of my day i've basically been trying to prioritize the dip, what's important what needs to be done today what i got to do today and i try not to overload myself right because overloading myself just adds to more stress. It adds to more anxiety. So I'm like, look, I can only do so much in one day. Exactly. So I try to, exactly. I try to prioritize. Um, 
and anything that you do on a continue on a continual basis or cons or on a consistent basis it becomes a habit so it's making good choices um creating good habits whether it's eating habits i've been trying to change the way that i eat i try to make sure i eat at least two three times a day because i'm bad about going all day without eating oh girl listen that is oh my geez the habits like especially like like you said with like eating especially like eating habits it's like one minute you do like i'm doing so good like you know like i'm eating good and then it's like the next i'm like what happened? And so, yeah. like you said, it's like I would get up and I would eat breakfast so, or sometimes I wouldn't even have breakfast. But a lot of typically I have breakfast every morning, breakfast and coffee typically. But then it's like you said, I can go literally the rest of the day and not eat anything or not, you know, even snack on anything. Yeah. Snacking is a big thing with me. I, I get to snacking on junk food. Mm-hmm. Not good. So I'm trying to get to where I don't snack as much and actually eat healthy, like meal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They said that I think it takes like I think five days to create a habit. Mm-hmm. But it's getting to those five days <laughs> to create that habit for me. It's like I can do a few days, but then it's like it's like one day on, one day off, one day on, one day off. It's but it's like consistency like that's what i'm looking for is consistency of being more consistent with what i do in my life and it's just really hard sometimes because at at the stage that i'm at the stage that i'm at right now in my life like my schedule is based off my kids so it's like if my kids up at six i'm up at six or like if my alarm goes off and he's still sleeping like i press snooze and i go back to sleep until he wakes up but like i'm trying to get out of that and you know be like okay well if he's still sleeping i'm gonna get up and read my bible or i'm gonna get up and do something around the house or like you said like i'm gonna get up and wash my face and brush my teeth Mm -hmm. and my skincare routine like i'm gonna use that time for me and my like in my me time and my peace you know that's what i'll use that time for until he wakes up right but sometimes it's hard to you know getting out of bed is the first step (laughs) and that's and another thing i try not to do is like as soon as i wake up getting on my phone like i try not to immediately get up like when my alarm goes off what is the first thing we do? We grab our phone and we immediately go to like Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. So it's like, it's like creating that habit to just to not get up and immediately go to social media. It's get up and try to do something productive. Yes, not waste time. Because like, if I feel like even like whether it's waking up or going to bed, I feel like once you get on social media, you're just going down a rabbit hole and then like you're, you've laid there for an hour or Mm -hmm. laid in bed for an hour and you've been up and like till midnight and it's hard for you to go to sleep because like you're waking up and you're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and it's like time just gets away. And then you're like, Oh, I've done this for an hour now. Yeah. You could have been through it. You could have like, I, you know how much stuff I could have done in that hour. So it's like, it's, it's getting up and just actually doing productive things with that time that you have, rather than just immediately getting up, rolling over, grabbing your phone and scrolling on social media. Yeah. And it gets me because a lot of times my scrolling is looking at like somebody else doing something productive or them yeah. actually doing a DIY or them selling something or starting a business, you know, and right. I've scrolled and I haven't done anything productive for myself. Exactly. <laughs> and so sometimes it was a, I don't know, it's been a while, but it's, he's like my husband, he's done it several times. Like he'll be sitting there and like I'll be scrolling like through Instagram or Facebook or something. And he's like, Are you even reading those? And I'm like, Nope. So it's like, we're just sometimes we're just really scrolling like we're not reading anything we're not learning anything we're not putting anything in our brain it's just like it's it's just 
a drug to us to just scroll, 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 scroll. And we're not even stopping to read anything or to, you know, learn something different or to see what's going on in somebody else's life. We're just doing it because that's the habit that we've created. Yes, and an addiction too. Like social media is an addiction. It really is. And so it's like, you know, um, typically our church does like at the the very beginning of the year, we do 21 days of prayer and fasting. And typically what I fast for 21 days is social media because it's like, I've like, I don't know if I know I get it sometimes, but like my phone, I think it's like a weekly thing, like a weekly screen report. And it'll tell you how, how like many hours or whatever you spent on your phone. And so it's like, I'm like, it's crazy how much time I like I'm wasting spending on social media. Like you don't realize mm-hmm. how much time you're literally wasting just scrolling and seeing what other people are doing in their life that you want to do in yours. Right. Like content creating. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. We want to content create, but then we're looking at other people content create when we could be content. <laughs> creating. <laughs> I do that all the time. Okay, so I got company. It ain't just me. I like I do that all the time. It's like, oh, let me look up this content creating idea or let me look up this content creating idea. And it's like I'm I will sit here on either even YouTube. YouTube can be an addicting. I'll look mm-hmm. on YouTube, Facebook, or TikTok and see people content creating and you know what they're doing. I'm not and, and rather than getting up and doing it for myself, you know, and I feel like we get into that mindset of it's a lot of work. It takes so long to set up the phone and the lighting and mm-hmm. making sure everything is perfect and, you know, whatever. And so sometimes I've caught myself like, you know, like if I've got a sink full of dishes, I don't want to content create. Like I want to, you know, I'm yeah, get, my, get my counters clean or get my sink, my dishes done. So it's like, but now I'm like trying to like, remember, like, this is what people watch you for. Yes. They want to see you clean. They want to see how you do yes. like your day to day life, like what you do every single day. They don't care how messy your house is. They don't care about the full dishes in the sink. You're about to clean them. So it's like, get that. You got to get that mindset. That's what people want to see you doing. And that's really yes. what people do on TikTok. They see like, that's what they like to see is people with routines and what they do in their day-to-day life. Yeah. So you can actually help them with whatever they're struggling with. Exactly. So it's like everything is content. Exactly. Everything you do in your life, like everything. But maybe one day I will, you know, get You'll be <laughs> hopefully we'll get there. See what next question I could pull out. Um, Let's see. What is the biggest challenge you've overcome in your mental health? Mm. I'm not sure if that was the one that I answered about getting out of my head or not. I do feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Let me, let me ask you a different question. What was the best year of your life and what was the worst? Um, I would say, I don't know what year it was, but, um, back when I had my own business, I feel like that was the best year of my life. Um, because I I guess because I, I was out in the public and I was, you know, doing things and actually making money off of my own creativity. Right. Um, being able to, and it was a clothing business. So I was able to order things that I actually like. I love clothing. I love fashion. So Mm -hmm. that was just a really, it was really a good year for me. It was me being creative and actually using my own ideas and stuff. So I feel like that was a really good year for me. And the worst year I would say is whenever I had to leave everything and start over. Yeah. Um, and not, I guess I would say it was the worst year because I did feel like I hurt people in the process, mm-hmm. but I also knew that 
I had to do what I had to do for myself and for my children. Right. Staying in the same situation that I was in wasn't going to make anything better. Right. You know, I feel like I had fought through everything that I could possibly fight through and it was just time. So I feel like it was the worst, worst year for me. Mm -hmm. But now I keep talking about now, now that I've gotten over that hump, Mm -hmm. like I'm, I mean, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. I'm finding my way. So, right. That's good. That's, you know, um, sometimes we go through so many things, so many hard things in our life, and we think, like, how am I going to get through this? Like, mm-hmm. we don't see, we don't see anything in the at the end. We don't see how we're going to get through it. What life's going to be like now that we've gone through it? So, and some it's it's just really hard sometimes but do you feel like um with you starting over and you know just basically starting fresh and like living your life for you how do you feel after going through all that um I feel like I'm learning things I guess about myself that I never really even realized Mm -hmm. um learning what I don't like, learning what I do like, um, me actually finding like, like this episode is about finding my purpose. Um, I know like the things that I like to do and like what I want in life, but me actually being able to put them in motion now right, has, has really put me on my toes really and made me push myself. And I feel that's, that's where I'm getting a lot of my strength from. Um, pushing through and it has really strengthened me. Um, I've learned to also let go. Right. Yeah. I've learned how to let go of the past. Like not long ago, it might've been maybe, maybe six months ago, maybe not even that long. I got baptized and at that moment it was like, I just really just let everything go. It was almost like a clean slate for me. Right. And I was able to pick up from right there and be like, hey, this is it. This is my new beginning. Right. Whatever behind me behind me. And I was able to just move on from that and just focus on me and my life. Right. That's good. That's it's really life changing because that's I guess that is the meaning of baptism is you go down this old person with all this baggage and then you come up a new person wipe clean and you know like you said from that moment forward it's up to you on the decisions that you make so you know like sometimes it's hard you know not to fall into those old habits that you had but it's really all about you know again having that mindset that you're gonna do better after you know being baptized and that you're going to do better for yourself. You're going to do better for your kids. You're going to, you know, do what's best for you and your life and your lifestyle. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes it's hard for people not to fall into those old habits. Sometimes it's, I mean, it is, but at the end of the day, it's like the purpose of you being baptized is to be wiped clean of all that baggage that you once had now it's time for you to start on a new path on a new journey and just at that point i feel like heal from what you've been through Um, yeah like i said like you're not going to be perfect there are times where you will struggle mm -hmm. you're not perfect but you got to be aware right Like, like we were talking about those habits or those addictions or those routines like if they're bad and they're not positive or leading you in the right direction, you got to learn how to bounce back. And right. Let those things go. Get back on track. Mm-hmm. And um, I do feel like when you're on that healing journey, it can be hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to face things and you're going to hit walls and obstacles. And you're going to think that some people just really, when they hit the, when they're on their healing journey and then they hit, a wall that just, you know, stops the progress. 
you know, like those triggers. Yes, and it, and it makes you want to fall back into those old habits or spiral back into the lifestyle that you once lived. But sometimes you just that those are the obstacles that, that makes us stronger. Those are the obstacles that make us want to push through the what whatever the situation may be because. A lot of the times you're going to get hit harder once you're on that healing journey because you're trying to do better. You're trying to get away from your old ways. So it's like once you try to do that, it's like everything just goes crazy and just happens all at once. And you're just like, it shouldn't be like that. But life happens. Situations do happen to where like the weight may be heavier once you're on that journey compared to what it, what it once was, because I feel like when you're on, when you're spiraling and you're in that depressive state, it's so easy for you to just not think about the situations. And it's so easy for you not to realize what you're going through. You're just kind of used to it and you just kind of deal with it. But then as you're, but once you're on that healing journey, you're aware of what you're going through, you know what you're going through and you just kind of have to be consistent and be steady and just have that mindset that you're gonna, I'm going to make it Mm -hmm. not the end. I'm going to make it whatever happens, happens and you'll overcome it at the end of the day. All right. That's, um, I put up a post the other day and it says something like, um, you get attacked the most, like right before your blessing comes. So Whenever you start getting attacked or those bad things start happening, you just have to hold on. Yep. A blessing is like the best is yet to come. We may not see it, but it's on the way. Like you said, if we start getting attacked and things should start happening at once, there's a calm after the storm. It's rainbow is on its way. Something good is about to happen. And it's sometimes it's hard for us to believe I know for me, it is hard for us to believe that good things can happen to us, but they really do. We just have to trust and have the faith that it's going to happen and it will happen at the end of the day. Yes. All right. Let's see. First of all, what was your favorite part of of this episode? That uh, Out of all the things we talked about, what was your favorite part? Um, I really would just say all of it. I enjoy talking about all of it. Um, it's actually been, you know, I was nervous to even get on here because I don't really, you know, talk much. Like I was saying earlier, I hold a lot of things in. Right. So me actually getting on here and actually talking about a lot of this has, um, it's been part of my healing too. I feel, I feel it's been a big step for me to get on here. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Definitely. And and which like when I first decided, when I finally had the courage to, you know, start this podcast, I knew I'm like, I got to get my friend on here because I knew like you've been through so much. And I know like the words that you say are encouraging. And so like, I'm like, like people need to hear what you have to say simply because it, you just never know who you're going to help um, by going through this process and, going yeah. through, you know, speaking your truth and, you know, letting people know like what you've been through and how it's helped you get to where you are today. And if anything, what is one final thought that you want to leave with those that are listening today? Um, I would say the final thought that I would like to leave would be to find your purpose. Um, whatever that may be, choose you every time and live happily. And also I want to add on to that whenever you're going through life and things happen to you, Mm -hmm. whether it's good or whether it's bad, um, learn from it. Like I've, I've learned that life is a teacher. Yeah, and if you look at life as a lesson and you learn from it, learn from your experiences, good or bad, um, that's where you get your strength from. That's where you get your get your courage from. So, um, I guess that's what I would that's what I would say. I 
I 100, 1000% agree with that. Um, life is a lesson and we, yep, we're going to make mistakes. We might make the same mistake more than once, but eventually we have to learn from the mistakes that we make in our lives. And just like you said, take life as a lesson um, because every day is different. Every day is a new opportunity. And like you said, every day, choose yourself, choose you, choose, you know, what, that you're going to do this today or that you're going to be this person today. Choose you every single time. And at the end of the day, you know, you're going to come out on top regardless. If you got the mindset that you're going to do better and that you want to do better, you are going to do better. But we have reached the end of our episode and I just want to show you or tell you my appreciation. I really, really, really appreciate you for coming on to this episode and and just express like really just, you know, being an open book about your life and the things that you've gone through and just letting people know, like, it's okay to go through these things. And at the end of the day, you are going to do better. So I really appreciate you for being open. But guys, this is the end of this episode. Please be sure to tune in again for the next episode on September the 11th. You don't want to miss it. So that is all for now, guys. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Be blessed and have a blessed day. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.